Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number seven from Delving into Islam QA. This is your host, Wa'il, and it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a privilege that I'm able to talk to you about the religion of Islam and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is allowing me to share my knowledge with you. Thank you so much for listening and participating and sending in all your questions and suggestions. And speaking of which, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com, and I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Now, in Delving Into Islam Q&A, we answer uh, your questions that you send in via email. Uh, uh, but those questions basically are too long for me to answer uh, you know, uh, via a reply to the email. And at the same time, they're too short to answer via full-length episode. So that's why we created, inshallah, the, 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 the Delving into Islam Q&A. And today's question actually comes to us from Majid. Majid, thank you so much for your question. And basically, Majid is asking about fasting the day of Ashura, the, day, the 10th of Muharram. Uh, now, we know as Muslims that uh, uh, you know, uh, our the only obligatory fasting that we have to do uh, is fasting Ramadan. You know, the month of Ramadan. That this is obligatory. I know there are exceptions, of course, the sick or the travelers who can make up their fasting. Uh, the ladies who are you know giving birth or they are in their menses and all these things. We know that. Uh, however. We're talking about the, the if you are you know eligible to fast uh, during the month of Ramadan and you do not fast, that uh, makes you uh, you know sinful in the sight of Allah. And it's actually a major sin to not fast Ramadan because it's one of the five pillars of Islam. Uh, you know, fasting Ramadan. Uh, otherwise, any other type of fasting is not obligatory. It is uh, uh, it is optional. Uh, it is basically you're, when you do it, you're following the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ when he's fasting. Uh, now, I want to make this, this distinction clear. Commands the, when the Prophet ﷺ commands us something, it is an obligatory sunnah. When he commands us to do something, it is an obligatory sunnah. But when he does something and he does not command us to do, but he says you should do it because there are benefits, then it becomes an optional sunnah. I need to make that distinction clear so one of those optional sunnahs that you're going to get inshallah great rewards if you do but you're not sinful if you don't is fasting the 10th of muharram of the month of muharram uh, or the day of ashura also the fasting the six days of shawwal uh, also fasting, you know, the day of Arafah, also fasting, you know, on Mondays, every every Monday or even every Monday and uh, Thursday. Uh, these are all optional sunnahs that you get an incredible amount of rewards if you do. And also don't forget, we lack on the, the uh, obligatory part. You know, when you fasting Ramadan, you don't know if you truly fasted Ramadan, if you fasted the way you're supposed to fast. Right, uh, when you pray five times a day, you don't know if you actually perform the prayer as you should. We talked about this uh, in, you know, when we talked about the 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 voluntary uh, charity. Right, we said that you you don't know if you perfected paying your obligatory charity. That's why voluntary charity helps, right? Same thing when it comes to the acts of worship. Try to do voluntary stuff, optional stuff, because you don't know if you perfected the bare minimum you really don't want to be standing on and this is my own opinion this is not you know something it's my own opinion that and it's to me it's just i'm using logic you don't know if you perfected uh 
praying five times a day, if you or if you perfected fasting Ramadan, so that that's when you know the the optional stuff, the voluntary stuff, come into place and they help us. You know, they elevate our ranks or they make up from our shortcomings. Uh, if we again, we try to do our best when it comes to the obligatory stuff. We have to perform them, but we don't know if we're perfecting them. You, you know what I mean? So. Because we don't know, sometimes you get distracted during salah, during prayers. The sunnah prayers, the optional sunnah prayers, now come into play and they Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes from them and make up those prayers. So do not use this as saying, I'm not going to pray the obligatory stuff, but when I pray sunnah, inshallah, Allah will make it up. No, no, no. You are, you are sinful if you do not pray, pray the obligatory stuff. You are sinful if you do not fast Ramadan. This is what we're talking about perfecting the act of worship, right? So now, uh, uh, so fasting the tenth of Muharram. Let's. What is the story behind it? The story behind it is very simple. Uh, the Prophet you know, one one day he was walking with the companions in Medina, and then he saw that he noticed that the Jews of Medina they used to fast on that day. So he asked them, "Why do you guys fast today?" And basically, one of them responded and said, "This is the day." Uh, you know, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Moses, Prophet Musa alayhi salam, from uh, Pharaoh, from Pharaoh, you know, saved Moses and the believers of the Jews. Uh, and we all know the story when they were escaping Pharaoh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Moses to hit his staff in front of the Red Sea, and then the Red Sea split. And then basically it was dry. There was a, like a walkway. And Musa alayhi salam and his uh, followers, they were able to cross the Red Sea walking. Not walking on water, walking between. This is subhanAllah an, an incredible, you know, uh, sight if you if you can imagine what happened and how it happened. And I know there are movie depictions of Moses. They're all, all of course, fabricated, but they have some element of truth, of course. Uh, you know, so like, uh, I'm pretty sure Moses does not look anything like Christian Bale in that movie. Uh, but you can imagine from, you know, the the, 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 the visual effects, like, it, and I'm pretty sure that reality was even more, uh, you know, uh, magnificent when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala split the sea and Moses was able to walk, you know, through uh, the, the Red Sea with his followers. And then when Mo, uh, when the Pharaoh, when Pharaoh tried to follow them and came behind them to attack him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala closed up the sea back and they all drowned. And that was the day. This is mentioned in the Quran. This is mentioned in numerous hadith. So we believe in that. So that was the day that basically uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved uh, Moses and his followers from Pharaoh uh, on. So that's why the Jews of Medina used to fast that day. So the Prophet looked at him and he said, He said, I am more worthy of fasting that day because I'm closer to Moses than you guys ever will. Come on, Prophet Muhammad He spoke to Moses. Remember on the night of Isra and Ma'raj, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was, uh, you know, when, when when the prayers became obligatory, who told Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from last, you know, from the last season, if you guys remember, who told the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to go back to Allah and ask him because the five daily prayers were not five, they were 50. On the night of Asar al-Maraj, Allah said, the Muslims shall pray 50 times a day. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam accepted the fact that on his way down from the seventh heaven, Moses met him. Musa alayhi salam met him and he said, no, your people won't be able 
to pray 50 times a day go back to Allah and ask him to decrease and basically there was a bargain with Allah and Allah was well aware of that and Allah knew in the future like Allah knows the future right so Allah knew all this was going to happen but why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala start with 50 and ended up with 5 because Allah wanted us to learn because Allah could have started with, with five because he, Allah knows that the result will always be five because he sees the future. However, Allah wanted us to know. Allah wanted things to take place, to happen for us to know how merciful and how should we appreciate those five times because let's face it, a lot of Muslims can't even pray the five times. Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again, it was supposed to be 50. For those who can't pray the five, Remember, it was supposed to be 50 and that was a lesson for us to learn and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let this whole scenario play out even though he knew the outcome. But anyway, the one who met Prophet Muhammad was Moses, was Musa alayhi salam and he asked the Prophet and there was a lot of interactions between them on that night. So the Prophet is saying, I'm closer to Moses the new guys ever because they basically changed the religion of uh, of Musa they basically refused to follow the prophet sallam so no they're not worthy as much as the prophet sallam and us as muslims because Moses was preaching monotheism right worship allah subhanahu wa ta'ala follow the messenger that is the muslims how the you know that is the message of islam and us as muslims and the prophet sallam of course the, in the lead are closer to Moses than the Jews of Medina or any other Jews, you know, except for his actual followers, the believers of the Jews, ever were. So the Prophet said, I shall fast that day because I'm closer to Moses than you guys are. And then he added something. He said, if I make it to next year, I shall fast also the ninth. And also, by the way, the word Ashura uh, is coming, is derived from the word Ashura. And Ashura mean, it means in Arabic 10. So it is the 10th of Muharram. That's literally the meaning of Ashura. And so the Prophet said, I, I shall fast the Tasu'a. The Tasu'a also in Arabic means the 9th. So the Prophet said, if I live to next year, I shall uh, fast the 9th and the 10th. So now that doesn't mean and because the Prophet wanted to separate himself. Like, remember, he always wanted to separate himself from the people of the book when it comes to the acts of worship. He didn't want to you know, act like them exactly so they wouldn't think that we're you know, imitating them. This is all coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah gave the permission to the Prophet to fast on that day. That's why we should fast. It's not obligatory, but we should fast. However, if if you guys want to fast only on the 10th, it's still you're going to get the rewards inshallah. But you get bigger rewards if you fast on the 9th. Because some people think if we do not fast on the 9th, we're following the people of the book. That is not true. That is not the, the unanimous consensus of all the scholars. They said that if you fast on the 10th, you are following the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. Because the Prophet ﷺ actually never got to fast. He never, he did not live, when he said, when he mentioned that, he said, if I live to the, to the next year, uh, uh, I shall fast the tasu'a. But the Prophet ﷺ, uh, passed away before, you know, that day comes. So basically we're following, again, if you're, if you're fasting both days, you're following the sunnah because the Prophet ﷺ said, he shall fast. So his intention was to fast the 9th and the 10th. But if you also fast only the 10th, then you're also following the Son of because the Prophet actually, in actuality, only fasted the 10th. So again, it's there's no difference here. Both are correct. You know, if you fast the 9th and the 10th, you shall get, inshallah, more rewards. If you only fast the 10th, you shall get the rewards of, you know, the expiation of the minor sins 
in the past. Now, as for the rewards uh, themselves, uh, the Prophet ﷺ said that whoever fasts the day of Ashura, right? So we're, not, we're talking now about just the 10th. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall forgive one year past worth of sins. Uh, and we're talking about minor sins. So all the sins that you have committed that you're not probably like aware of or you forgot to repent from or whatever for the past year, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, you know, if you fasted that day sincerely, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall forgive all those sins for the past year for you. And like like I just said, it only applies on minor sins. And the reason why it only apply, you know, this applies on minor sins is because we know that there is a ruling when it comes to sins. When it comes to major sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not uh, automatically, you know, uh, forgive them for you, even if you fasted or you did certain things. When it comes to major sins, you have to repent directly to Allah. So there's a big distinction between minor sins and major sins when it comes to forgiveness. Allah forgives minor sins. Like we said, when you pray five times a day between each prayers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually automatically forgives your sins. You know, from Jum'ah to Jum'ah, from Friday to Friday, Allah automatically forgives your sins. Talking about minor sins. Uh, from Ramadan to Ramadan and so forth. And like we said, just now, fasting the day of Ashura, the past year, you know, worth of minor sins, Allah forgives them. But when it comes to major sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that we have to ask, because it's a big deal, right? It's a way bigger deal than minor sins. Then you have to, first of all, regret what you've done and then repent to Allah. So if you committed adultery, for example, if you consumed alcohol, if you did any of, any of the major stuff, right? Then you have to repent and go back to Allah and ask Allah for it. It's not, like, it's, it's not something that's impossible or very difficult. You, all you have to do is just be humble in front of Allah, ask Allah, you know, to forgive you, repent to Allah. That's all you need to do. There's no, you know, crazy sacrifice and, you know, there's nothing. No, but that you have to at least show humbleness when it comes to the major sins. So uh, now as for the tasu'at, for the ninth, for those of you who want to also fast the ninth uh, of, of Muharram, uh, it's, it's not clear because the Prophet mentioned that if you fast the tenth, then you shall have one year, uh, you know, of your minor sins forgiven in the past. Uh, now, uh, the scholars are saying, well, if you fast the 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 as well, then you shall have maybe like an extra year or so. So it's like an equivalent kind of uh, reward uh, when it comes to that. So again, fast both of them, and you get you shall get inshallah double the rewards. Fast the the, the only the tenth, and inshallah you shall you know get the rewards that the Prophet told us about. Uh, Majid, I hope that answers your question. Thank you so much for listening. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.